there and welcome back to our podcast. Um, so last time we had a bit of a chat about the US elections and we just thought we'd do a follow-up on that topic um, now that the elections actually happened. So I'm Rebecca, I'm with Jess, Matthew and today we have a new speaker. My name is Simon. Um, so yeah, just getting into it, what actually happened? So the election was called for Biden. Yes, um, as we predicted, well, As we predicted, yes. Well, what did we say last time? Um, I think we all sort of agreed that Biden would win just by a little bit, but didn't? did we agree because he was ever so slightly more popular than Clinton? Is that what we... Quite a lot more, I think. Yeah. <laughs> did we consider, I'd say, like, the voters as well and why they voted? I'm not sure. Yeah, a little bit about voter demographic. I mean, we've got... We can obviously tell a bit more now about how the demographic voted Yeah. Um, since after the election. Mm. Um, so I kind of thought I'd start a bit like what happened with the swing states. Um, and the swing states are basically the states which could go quite easily to either party or are typically one party but recently have been changed into a different one. Um, and there's quite a few of those. Um, most other states are quite safe. So each candidate knows if they're going to win that or not Mm -hmm. Um, and you tend to see that there's more money involved in the swing states because um, obviously the presidential candidates want to win them over Mm -hmm. Um, so there's two kind of types of swing states we've got the rust belt states which are kind of your northeastern states like industrial decline in those areas and then you've got the sun belt states which are the south southwestern states um, named sun belt because of their warmer climate um, and they've got more economic and population growth. Um, and the general trend there is t- um, Trump won most of the South states and Biden won most of the Rust Belt states. Mm. And I think, like, they're, as we actually saw in this election, they're literally very, very important in deciding the overall outcome. Like, we saw Biden actually won back Wisconsin, Michigan and Pennsylvania. And um, part of that, he actually managed to win back the working class white men um, voting by about 5%. Um, but, you know, that that was quite important in the overall thing. Yeah, I mean, like, on demographics, I've got a few. Um, Georgia, at the moment, is a highly controversial, contested state. Mm. Um, and part of that is because the margin was so tight, they're having a recount. Um, but also, Georgia had not voted for a Democrat since Bill Clinton, um, who was a was a Southerner, um, which could perhaps indicate why they voted for him. But um, yeah, besides from, from that in 1992, they had not voted um, for a Democrat ever since. But this year, it went to Biden. Um, very, and very put, close. Though, very close to Biden. By 0.3%, um, I think it was. So. Yeah, it was, I think it was like 14,000 votes or something, mm. which is nothing. Yeah. Um, but part of that is likely down to how it's increasingly diverse. Um, so there's much more African-American kind of culture there. Um, and I think you can also see that, say, in, like, Arizona, which went to Biden, it's got more of a Latino population growing there as well. So I think um, it was right in saying that the demographics do play a big part in the swing states now, and Biden was really good at picking on the ethnic minorities for the votes this time. Yeah, I mean, it was very important. Like, I've been looking at Georgia, and 
88% of um, black people voted for Biden. So I do think the, I don't know if you've heard of the Black Votes Matter campaign, I really do think that was influential in, you know, specific states such as Georgia, but, you know, overall as well, I think the the current events around the election, such as Black Lives Matter, they really did make a difference. Yeah, so, I mean, at the moment, obviously, it's quite up in the air with Trump you know, not really conceding and stuff. So, you know, what is going on? Yeah, so as you said, Trump's not really taking the loss, or as he thinks, a win very well. Um, he's uh, contesting in many states, whether it was quite close, whether or not, mm-hmm. you know, fraud happened. I think it's Michigan, Georgia, Nevada, Wisconsin, are the main ones, and Pennsylvania. So the ones where it was very close, Biden won by like that much. He's kind of making <laughs> many claims about uh, the voters changing the votes. Um, I think his big, his big thing was because the mail-in voters were so heavily towards Biden, yeah. which you know makes sense seeing as he told his voters to yeah. not mail in. Um, so yeah, I think he's kind of guessing a lot of those because mail-in voters are obviously more open to sort of forgery in theory, but it's still pretty watertight the way the way they vote, and um, it's very hard to find. There are, well, there are obviously isolated cases of, of fraud. There always are in every election, but it's not. Uh, there were not enough to kind of take it to court and make a good case. Yeah. Um, I know Trump's uh, lawyer Rudy Giuliani. Um, he's he's making a big deal and he's trying to take everyone to court and stuff. But it, I don't think there's enough at the moment to. Yeah, make a I difference. don't think he's got much much ground. Really. Yeah. I don't think he's going to succeed with these. But well, we'll have to watch his face. <laughs> but I don't know what you think about it. But yeah, I'm. I don't think he's going to. Well, win like, yeah, these. he won't win any of the cases. And it, like, even if he did, it's still not enough. Um, to be Biden at the moment. I, I just find it interesting because I think even though surely he knows he's not going to win these legal battles, so why is he doing it? Is he doing it for his legacy? Is he planning on running again? And he's trying to make sure he still looks strong for the next election? I, I find, yeah, I'm not well, sure. That's it. I mean, do you think he's going to run again in 2024? <laughs> I, I would say so, yeah. I think mm. even though Trump is gone... I, I, I don't think Trumpism is gone. So I think, although I'm not sure if Trumpism will, will grow or shrink, but in about four years' time, who knows? He might he might get in, but because it, it was so close this time, there's a very small chance he's just going to give up and be like, "There's mm. no chance," because next time he could easily get in. I think. Well, he thinks he could. Mm. Well, the other thing yeah. is Twitter. How's that going to play out? Yeah, yeah, um, that's been interesting. If you've been following Trump's Twitter, um, the way. The way Twitter is um, managing it is it's funny now. But, <laughs> um, and we see that as well with all the the news at the moment, and you know even CNN and Fox News and stuff, and how they're actually starting to sort of turn against Trump a little bit. It's yeah. I remember I was, I was watching the election kind of unfold about well, about three in the morning on um, well election night over there, and I think it was knowing that um, Fox News kind of sort of turned on Trump and kind of called a state saying it wanted Biden. <laughs> He didn't mm-hmm. like that because, like, even obviously, even Fox News, they're they're not as bad. I think everyone says they are, but even even they're sort of being like Trump. Come on, come on now, come on, yeah. mate. Yeah, I think You've lost. I think that's a, a, quite a big show of that. But yeah. but they're not willing to go as far as to you know basically lie. I mean, I think even right his party's turning on a bit exactly, now. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's. Are I would say he's kind of making, making fools out of them really because he's sort yeah. of, he's being a bit of a bit of a baby, and I think they're a bit like we don't want this guy. Because he, he he used to be a winner, and he's kind of had his, had his day now. Sort of, he himself 
maybe possibly so they kind of want him out so they can plan for the next four years and see what exactly I mean I'd be interested if he does go in 2024 in what party he's going to go for because I mean he he used to be a democrat and he's been an independent he's been everything so will he go as an independent next time will he still be accepted but I I really doubt he's going to become a democrat Mm. he wouldn't he wouldn't get far if you look at um, Mike Bloomberg who ran for the democratic nomination uh, he's sort of Trump-ish, he's a businessman, he was a former mayor of New York, um, mm. but he's he's the same sort of lesser history or kind of personality. Um, yeah, he didn't he didn't do well, he got rinsed by all the other nominations, they, were, they could all like unite behind not wanting him, which mm. I think was, was quite, quite nice in a way. I, yeah, do, so. I do think like his support base is completely shrinking, like his demographic before it it still exists and sort of all the dedicated Trump supporters they I still think they'll stay for a while but I think it's just shrinking um, and it's just not enough in my opinion so it will be really interesting to see where the party goes and where they're trying to branch out to we might see some sort of change in policies or ideas from them um, mm. yeah, but I just <laughs> would like to see if, if Trump can keep any momentum going mm. through the through the social media up till mm. up till twenty twenty four. Yeah, definitely. Going back to the question, I would say that uh, Donald Trump would definitely try be becoming uh, president once again because of the way he's uh, now reacting to his loss, and that mostly in his life, I would say he was a successful man, so he wouldn't fail now. I would say he want to try again. Okay, great. So, like, any any final remarks on the election? Um, well, I personally, I find it interesting sort of looking into how Biden managed to win and where he got his votes from. And I really do think the, the current events in America, um, I really do think they had a massive impact. And as, as well, even... I know, you know, we often talk about the USA having, you know, two parties. We forget that other parties do exist. Um... But I personally think that a third party would never, you know, get into government. But I think they're very important in terms of taking votes away from the two parties. Like we saw that in Georgia, if, um, you know, the third party candidate, if their 62,000 votes went to Trump, he could have won Georgia. Um, So I think that's, I I do like a third party in terms of uh, democracy and a way to show your opinion of not wanting to vote for either. I would say that uh, American people should uh, try voting for someone different than either uh, Republicans or Democrats, even though there's a very small chance that uh, f- like the third party may win, like libertarians, may, there's just a very tiny chance they, they may win, but I think it's worth a try. If we want a real like democracy, people should vote for someone who they actually like, than when, when le- not for uh, like lesser evil, they should vote for they actually like. So, mm. now looking at the who has more votes and who is the lesser evil, but who has maybe smaller votes, but who is like the, the best candidate. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next time.